you're listening to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. This podcast is for the women who's ready to own the fuck out of who they are. Stop apologizing for their brilliance, their bodies, and their badassery. That sounds like you. You're in the right place. Hey, what's up, friends? My name is Danny D. And if this is your first time tuning in, hello. How are you? I hope you're doing uh, freaking amazing. Today we are talking about a super spicy topic, social media consent. So if you've never heard me talk about social media consent and you don't even know who I am, like how did you even find this podcast? I'm so happy you're here though. I will tell you that. I'm so happy you're here. One of the things, if you're new to my world, that I teach on and like the core thing that I do teach on is creating an epic, iconic personal brand that leverages not only your strengths as a human being, the things that you're really freaking good at, it leverages your lived experiences, it leverages the things that make you human, your energy, your personality, your educational background, whether that be a traditional form or non-traditional form, the things that make you you. And honestly, probably every single thing that you got in trouble as a kid for just being and existing in this world, we flip that on its head. We leverage that to create an iconic brand so the world can know your name because you're fabulous and it's time to stop being so damn secretive about it. Are you with me? Can I get a hell yeah? I really hope that if you were in the car or like doing your laundry or just walking in public that you yelled, hell yeah, when I said that to the world around you. Who cares who's listening, right? So what the heck does that have to do with social media consent? Well, let me tell you, friends, social media consent is the principle that we have full responsibility and ownership over our social media platforms as creators and consumers. And so there's different types of levels to social media consent. There's what you're consenting to following. It's what people are consenting to following on your platform because your platform is your own. And it is my firm belief that it is your house. So if you're on your own social media platform and someone comes into your house and is like, Hey, you shouldn't be talking about this. You shouldn't be posting about this. You're not allowed to do X, Y, Z. Like that's not okay. I'm not okay with this. And normally it's not like it's different when you're doing something that is incredibly harmful because that's when you have to check yourself and check your values. Come on. Um, but when it's someone who say, doesn't understand the concepts of what you're doing, a really good example of this is a a family member of mine ended up blocking me on social media because they said that I posted too much and that no one gave an F about what I had to say online. And I'm like, okay, this person doesn't understand the online space at all. They have a career and job that has nothing to do with putting yourself out there. And they don't understand my message because they're not my people. So they don't have to consent to following me because when they consent to follow me, they consent to all of me, all of me. And so everything that I put out on my social media platform, as long as it is in alignment with my values, it's in integrity with who I am. It reflects my intention and the impact that I desire to create in this world, then it is my own and people do not have to consent to following me. It's different when we do something harmful and that's like a whole nother topic. And I won't be going into that in this specific podcast because we're going to talk about a different layer of social media consent. But if social media consent is something that you do want to learn about in depth, 
That is a topic that I teach on in one of my courses called Turn Up the Truth, which you can just find on my website. It's a self-study course, but that's not what we're going to be going in depth with. We're not going to go in depth with that layer of social media consent right now. So if you did want to learn more about that, you know where to find it, but we're actually going to be talking about charging for our services. And that sounds like, okay, yeah, every single business podcast talks about that, Danielle. Every single podcast about creators talks about that. But here's the thing. I want to talk about both sides of this conversation. And I knew it was probably going to piss some people off. Was I in the capacity and space to have this conversation with people backlashing? Not at the time that I wanted to record this. So here I'm in the space to have these open conversations, have these discussions. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. But it is my role and responsibility for what I teach on and what I share in this world to advocate for people who are putting themselves out there, leveraging their skill set, and really creating content consistently to be paid for their brilliance. And we're going to talk a lot about boundaries within us as a consumer and them as a creator and us as a creator and them as a consumer and how we can actually divulge all these things that might come up. So we're going to normalize a couple things today. We are going to talk about content creators getting paid for their brilliance. We're going to talk about how sometimes as a consumer, we can feel entitled to people's time, energy, and life, really, when we are consuming their content regularly online. We are going to talk about normalizing as a creator, how to have those conversations of what we're willing to give, what our bandwidth is, what our capacity for support is, and creating those boundaries with our audience and have how to have those conversations when they do come up in the DMs and like, Someone does demand more than what you're willing to give. We're also going to talk about some of the things that I have heard in the space that I'm in, in the industry that I'm in, that I'm sure can be put in multiple different industries in different ways. But the conversations around feeling like, well, it's so unfair because in, I feel like in order to talk to this coach, I have to pay them more. Or in order to, like, it's so unfortunate that I feel like they're not accessible to me unless I pay them. And we are going to go in depth with, like, that whole conversation and seeing it from different perspectives and knowing that creators and coaches and a lot of people, most people aren't a-holes and most people want to help a lot of people, but they're human beings. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to normalize so much stuff today. So if you're hell yeah in this conversation grab a sip of water, buckle up, let's do it. So I'm actually going to start this conversation from a consumer perspective. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I want those, before we go dive in from a creator perspective, I want consumers and people who might not be in the creative field or online continuously sharing their heart, soul, personality, their life. I want you guys to know that we're all human beings for one. And also like your feelings are valid and understood. And I want to be as compassionate as possible to your needs and your desires before I go in from a different perspective, because here's the thing. We have been primed to feel entitled to people's energy online. And I want to say, especially like females, like we're primed to feel entitled to females, time, energy, 
diet. Um, and I say diet, not from the sense of like, well, yeah, maybe like what you're actually eating or their workout or whatever. Right. I don't subscribe to diet culture. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm literally talking about like herbivore carnivore diet. Right. So with that, it's like, we feel so entitled to know what's going on in everyone's life all the time. We want, when we really love someone or look up to someone or feel like we know someone because we're seeing them online consistently, whether that be in a 15 second clip on an Instagram story or on the feed of your regular timeline for Instagram or through a live video and you're communicating with them, or maybe you've worked with them in the past. It's like, you feel like you know them. Like you feel like we are friends. We are We are buddies. Like I consistently follow you. I love knowing what happens in your life. And we do one or two things. We either put them up on a pedestal and we say, you human are literally above everyone in my life, including myself. So you are so great and untouchable. And I want to be like you. I want to be in your circle, but it's so untouchable. Or we do the other thing where we're like, I feel entitled to criticize, judge, feel like I know everything that's going on in your life, feel like I understand every single part of your life, and I feel entitled to your time. I feel entitled to your energy because, hey, guess what? We're kind of in this weird online digital relationship. And I compare it to, like, we've been primed to feel that way, and that's why I wanted to start with this conversation first because we've been primed and programmed to feel that way. We grew up, if you're like me, watching shows like What Not to Wear, watching shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, watching shows like Style by Jury that like normalized a few things. It normalized this idea that we could see into a personal space of a celebrity or someone who felt out of reach for us. And so therefore we really felt like we knew them on a personal level. And then it also watching shows like What Not to Wear and Style by Jury, it like normalized judgment and ridicule and like feeling like we know what's best for someone else. And in that, like feeling that we had a say, right? That it was so normal that we had a say in things like American Idol. Like we feel like we had a say. We knew what's best for them singing wise, even if we had never been trained vocally in our lives because we sat watching TV that normalized us getting a say. And it's not that it's bad. Like it gave voice to the people, But I feel like when it's translated onto Instagram, it's like we feel almost entitled to influencers, especially if they're smaller influencers and smaller creators. We almost look at that follower list or we look at our previous interactions with that individual and we say, okay, I've created that dynamic with this person now. They either respond to my comments. They, we've had a couple conversations in the DMs. We maybe have talked once or twice in person or whatever, right? And I've watched all their videos. I know them. I'm in their groups. I work with them at certain capacities. Like I feel like we are on a level where now we are have a relationship where like I'm entitled to this person's time. And I I'm not saying this like entitlement like, oh, like F you, I demand your time and energy. Cause I don't think it's from that space. I feel like personally, it is from the space of, I feel confident enough that it's okay if I share and divulge personal information in the DMs of a creator, or I feel like I get to talk to this person whenever I want because they know me. 
right? And we feel like we have a friendship with them. Or maybe you've worked with someone in some capacity and you're like, it feels like friendship. And I feel like a couple things can get confused here. It can be you're a consumer and you feel like you guys are friends because maybe you've shared a lot of information with that individual privately, but that person's shared a lot of information publicly. So you feel like the give and exchange of that has been equal, or it comes from a place of like, you've had interactions in the past or worked together in the past in a private capacity or a really close capacity. And you feel like, Oh, like we're friends. And if you're online a lot, or you see this individual a lot, that feels super real. And this can get really confusing when creators don't like create really strong boundaries in their DMs or with their clients or with individuals in different capacities. And it's not that you can't be friends with your clients or you can't be friends with people who you have interactions with online. That's not what I'm saying. But when someone is sharing a lot of personal information consistently online, it can feel like a friendship. It can feel like you're super tight with that person. You're super close with that person. It can feel like you are entitled to having a conversation further than just quote unquote business creatorship, responding to a story or something like that. Like you want an intimate relationship with that person because you do look up to them. And so when someone doesn't respond a way that you desire them to, like you want to continue a conversation, the DMS, but they aren't very responsive. And you're like, well, you were so like kind and sweet. And now you're so cold. You're so back and forth, right? Like it can feel very jarring and we can feel a lot of rejection. And this is why I say (laughs) I wanted to start with this conversation to feel compassionate towards these things, because it makes sense for us to feel this way. We've been primed to feel this way. And also we're terrified of rejection. And also we want to be close to the people who we love to be in their energy, right? But we're going to flip this switch a little bit and go on to the opposite side of what this might be for a creator. Okay. So think the same conversation. So a creator is responding to Instagram DMs, whether that's one or a thousand. Like if you're looking at a creator and you're like, well, they don't have that many followers. So why don't they have time for me? I want you to check yourself really strongly because it, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. (laughs) And also followers does not equal the amount of time, energy, capacity someone has, whether they have 50 million followers or 50,000 or five, that doesn't mean that they have, that you can assume their energetic capacity, emotional capacity, or where they're at. And another thing with that is like, you don't know what that creator is going through right now, but you also don't know what that creator has gone through. And I've heard a lot of instances, I've actually been on the side of this a lot, is people feeling entitled to share all their personal trauma within the DMs. And it doesn't, might not qualify to them as trauma, but for a creator, it can be potentially traumatic. And I remember having conversations, like speaking to people very lightly in my DMs, they were in one of my really small offers, a membership of sorts. And so there had been a couple conversations or interactions. And then I remember there was one day when we were speaking about something kind of back and forth. And I was letting her know that like DMs aren't a hundred percent safe. They're not. And here's something that I want to really share is unless you have a coaching client contract with someone or a creator has, you have signed a confidentiality thing. If that person 
was not a very good person, they could share all your private information and it wouldn't matter because you sent it in a DM. Like you had signed nothing. It doesn't protect either of you. Also, when you reach out to a creator where you might feel like you really know them, but you haven't had a conversation about consent, and this is where social media consent comes into play, it can feel like, oh, you have the right to tell them whatever, and then they just don't have to read it or if they don't want to or something like that. But as someone who's a creator, like we want to read our DMs. We want to listen to what people have to say. Like We care about the people who follow us, the people who support our work, and the people who want to be in our world. We care a lot. That's one of the reasons why we are on social media so much. And in that conversation with that individual that I had, I remember there were multiple times where personal information about other people and herself were divulged. And I was like, that's not okay. We haven't signed anything. There's no confidentiality happening here. There was no contract happening and sharing that with that individual. And then also stating that it wasn't okay to share some of the personal information with me because I have had previous trauma with that information. And that's something that's really important. If you have not, and this can go for any relationship, but especially with creators and a following, if you haven't reached out to someone and said, is it okay if we discuss blank for X amount of time or whatever? Is this okay if we discuss this? Is this okay if I send you a message about this? It can get really sticky because you don't know the trauma that that individual has gone through because you might not actually know everything about that person. You might not actually know their situation. And that specific conversation that I was talking about, I remember I was like, my boundaries weren't as strong as they normally are because I had just lost a member of my family. Like my uncle had just passed away. COVID was happening. I had lost like three or four in-person events. So a huge, like I want to say 80% of my income went away in like a second There was so much happening. I was having issues with my body, like, and my health in general and my mental health. And it was so bad. And I remember being like, I don't have the capacity for this. And it was a conversation that I could, I know I could have been so much stronger on my boundaries with, but it's like when a creator's in that situation, they might not be posting publicly on the internet here's all the terrible things that are going on currently right now. And, and yeah, we're like, well, people need to show all sides of them, but they don't actually, they don't owe us anything. Creators don't owe us shit. (laughs) Honestly, creators do not owe us anything. And that's something that's a hard pill to swallow because we have been primed to believe that they do. We've been primed to believe that yes, they have to give us what we want. Yes, they must share all sides of who they are. And it's not about, there's a difference between authenticity and not putting yourself on a pedestal and curating a brand that is bullshit and like trying to hide certain parts of who you are so that you can seem perfect. That is so different than I am not comfortable and confident speaking about this part of my life because I'm in it, because I'm going through it. And because I like to keep certain situations and certain things in my life private. And this is where social media comes into like social media consent comes into play for creators. So we're switching gears a little bit more and I'm talking to you if you have a personal brand or if you are a content creator, if you are just a consumer or I don't want to say just a consumer because you guys are amazing in your own ways and do incredible things in your life and you probably have a different career that is incredible. Um, but it just might not apply to what I'm about to say, but that's okay. Cause you can still hang out. You can still listen. It's going to be great. 
So to my content creators, to my humans who share their heart, soul, life on the internet, who deeply desire to get paid for who they are and who might be really bold and unapologetic about sharing certain aspects of your life. You do not owe your audience parts of you that feel sacred. You don't. You do not owe someone something of yours that feels sacred. Whether that be your family life, whether that be your relationship, whether that be different aspects of your life, whether that be a panic attack that you had, you don't owe anyone anything. As long as you are sharing in integrity with your values, with who you are, with what you want to say in this world, and with just being honest and transparent of where you're at, not like false advertising of where you're at, I think it's more than okay to not share certain aspects of your life. And to tell the truth about the capacity that you have to hold and support individuals. So here is another thing. Social media consent means you have full ownership over your social media platform. That means that you are allowed to say, Hey, I actually don't have the capacity to have this conversation or Hey, this was actually a very overwhelming message to receive. Um, can I get back to you in a few days or Hey, I would really appreciate it if the next time you want to discuss XYZ, you ask for consent as this was quite jarring to receive or something like that. What's also okay is asking for compensation for your work and your brilliance and your brain. And this is where I might piss some people off. When people feel that you are untouchable because like, hey, you asked for compensation when someone wanted to be in your energy and your space and your time. When it comes to that and someone feels that like you're untouchable or you're a bad person because you're charging for your work essentially and you're someone who does have that personal relationship or you're dealing with situations where you're talking about personal topics, right? Some people might not understand that boundary and that's okay. And some people might feel like it's so unfortunate that I can't speak to you without having to pay you so much, or I can't, I hate how I can't talk to you without having to pay you more. If you're the person saying that, I want you to ask yourself in those moments, what do I feel entitled to from this person and why? Because here's the thing, it's not about separation, it's not about someone being a dick, and it's not about someone being sleazy and trying to like scam you out of all your money. It's probably because that individual really like desires to make a career out of that specific thing, or that individual has such an incredible education or life experience or lived experience, which is life experience, but <laughs> lived experience or things that have qualified them to be an expert in that field to a certain degree. And when you feel entitled to that work without paying them, it's essentially devaluing those aspects of who they are. You're saying, I am entitled to this from you, period. And that's actually not the truth because we're not entitled to anything from anyone. We're not. And taking responsibility as a consumer too, to say, why do I feel so entitled to have this from this person 
and really being okay and saying, okay, do I feel entitled to have this from this person because I don't value those qualities? And I just feel like, no, I just want this from them now. And, um, I want this attention from them now. I want this validation from them now. I want this solution from them now. I want this X, Y, Z from them now. What I feel okay with someone else expecting and feeling entitled to that from me. And if the answer is yes, then it's like, okay, does that feel good? (laughs) Because probably not. If you're someone who yourself doesn't really have a lot of strong boundaries or you are a recovering people pleaser, it might be like, well, I don't understand. I do this for everyone else. Why doesn't anyone do that for me? And that's where you have to look at yourself and say, am I telling the truth about the capacity in which I'm willing to support other people? Or am I just hoping that if I just give and give and give and give that someone will see value in me? And am I seeing my own value? Okay. Now back to the content creators. I feel like I'm like mediating a conversation that's not happening. I want you to normalize for yourself asking for financial compensation when conversations take emotional or physical labor. I have a friend of mine. Her name is Erica Eileen. She is awesome. She's a confidence and sex coach. She asks for compensation if a conversation in her DMs is more than a paragraph. And that is incredible. And some people might be like, well, that's BS, blah, blah, blah. It was like, I, I don't feel, I'm a friend of hers and I do not feel entitled to her time. If she does not respond, I'm like, okay, that's her boundary. Cool. I don't feel an expectation from her. And I'm like really good friends with her. Where if she was just a stranger on the internet, of course I wouldn't expect more than just that because I don't know what's going on on the other side. I don't know how busy they are. I don't know what boundaries they've put in place for themselves through social media. And I guarantee it has nothing to do with them not caring about their audience or not caring about the people who have paid them in the past or not caring about like supporting people. I guarantee it's not that. I guarantee it has nothing to do with feeling like a higher, like they're a hierarchy there or putting themselves on a pedestal. No, it probably has everything to do with them telling the truth about what is a capacity that I can support people in right now with where I'm at emotionally, physically, energetically, and within my business and what I want to grow with, right? And what boundaries are they setting in place? You don't know. You don't know if they've had a really difficult time um, charging for their content or charging for their services. And they're like, oh, like, okay, I'm going to practice charging for my services. And you feel completely and totally offended by that. But it's like, that you're not respecting where they're going. You're only respecting what they can do for you. And that person is no longer a human being. That person is an object. And it's not like they're seeing you as like a just dollar signs. They're probably saying, Hey, I would really love to be compensated fairly for the energy that I would love to give to this conversation. Content creators repeat after me. Okay. Ready? I value my work and my prices reflect that. I value myself and respect my needs, and I value others and commit to telling the truth about how and what I'm able to provide for them. And that's exactly it. So when you ask for compensation, when something gets emotionally laborious, okay, that is actually doing both of you guys an incredible service because you're going to show up 110% for that person. Not because like all they care about is the money and all that stuff. Like if that's what you're thinking, you need to take that out of your mind and put it in your back pocket. Okay. Cause I'm talking about heart centered people who want to help people. Okay. So you're going to feel amazing because you're going to feel so compensated. 
And you're not going to have any expectation from them. You're just going to be like, okay, I'm here to give you full support and the best of my abilities. And I'm going to feel so nourished in that. So you know what? I'm just here for you. I have the capacity for you. I'm here because I know that I'm taken care of. I am here with full bandwidth for you. And that is incredible. But if you're trying to give away so much like free energy and stuff like that, you're probably not telling the truth about the bandwidth that you have. You're probably going to feel resentful. You're not going to feel amazing. You're going to be like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to talk to this person. And as someone who is a consumer, if someone felt that way about talking to me, they're like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person. Like they take so much energy from me. That does not feel awesome. I would be like, okay, cool. Let's just not talk then <laughs> because that person doesn't feel nourished. And also they're not going to be there 110% for me because they're just going to be trying to be in survival mode, protecting their energy from what I'm trying to get from them. And here's the thing. It's not about them being a dick. It's about them respecting and valuing their time, respecting and valuing an exchange of love and support and respecting and valuing their training, education, and experience. It's about respecting and valuing their business, their work, their heart, and their content. Because here's another thing. Content creators, you are probably putting out free content every single day. You're saying this is the amount of content that I'm willing to give for free. You probably have question boxes in your Instagram stories. You probably have email in or DM questions where people can address that um, like through their content and keep you confidential, but use it as inspiration. And honestly, if you have a question and ask for consent for a creator, if you're like, Hey, I have a question about this. Are you more than welcome? Or are you willing to have me voice that for you and maybe have it inspire some content of yours? And if it doesn't, that's okay. Someone will probably say, hell yeah, because guess what? As a content creator, I love getting questions. I love people asking me, Hey, are, is it okay if I send you a question? Are you open to like, maybe like addressing this in a video or something? I love putting question boxes on my Instagram stories saying, Hey, this is actually like where I'm, I'm open to answering runover questions. There are probably low cost offers people are giving. I have low cost offers where I'm saying, Hey, I'm allowing X amount of access and support for me from me that I feel comfortable and confident giving you the best quality from with this dollar amount being compensated for. Right. And if you're following a creator, they also probably have educational content resources or programs to provide guidance and context for you about things that you're working through. And they probably have private containers with the highest caliber of support that they are open to giving with a financial thing that they are open to receiving because it is an exchange. Every single relationship is an exchange. And if someone's been giving you so much that you feel almost entitled to their time and energy, I want you to ask yourself, like, how am I giving back? Do I feel like I'm giving back as well? Do I feel like I'm liking and supporting and paying this person? Do I feel like I, when I have a question, I'm waiting for that question box to come up because they've say it, said, hey, I'm open to answering this question in this way. I'm open to talk about these topics in this way. Are you willing to put yourself in that, in that box or putting that question in that box and respecting and valuing that person as a human, their boundaries, their energy, and what they're willing to give, or do you feel entitled? And if you do feel entitled, that's okay. I'm not shaming you. You've probably been primed to feel that way. 
especially because people who are sharing their personality on the internet, you're like, I love this person. I love following them. I want to be their friend and all these things. But a lot of the times it's like there's friendship takes so much time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of building blocks. It's like any relationship, right? You want to get to know someone and trust them and build that trust and all that stuff. And you might have built that trust to, for them through all of their content, but they might not have built that trust through you because you've maybe had a couple conversations with them and stuff like that, but they haven't been able to feel like you're supporting them fully because you don't value their time or value their energy. And the thing is like, when you say, I'm not going to pay you, but I want this from you, you're saying, I don't value that you need to take care of yourself. I just want this from you. Right? Because like, what is money? Money is a resource for us to support ourselves. <laughs> right? It's not like, uh, oh, money hungry. Nah. Right? No, it's oftentimes very much used to support ourselves, our families, to make a living doing what we love, to do all these things. And when you say, hey, I'm going to pay this creator because I love what they do. You're saying, hey, I value you. You take care of yourself. Thank you so much for supporting me in this way. And it's freaking incredible. And if you can't pay to support someone, if you can't pay to support someone and that person has given you so much value, like, subscribe to their stuff, share it with your friends, send them messages. The best messages to give is like, you've changed my life or you've done amazing or I love this content of yours or this was my favorite podcast of yours or whatever. That is incredible. That goes so far. Or just binge listen to all their free stuff. There's coaches and mentors who I love or even content creators who I love that I just like binge listen to all their stuff because actually like investing in a program of theirs isn't a priority for me right now. That doesn't mean that I don't value the crap out of them because I share their stuff. I love their stuff. I comment on their social media. I like do what I can to say, thank you so much. I'm going to give back to you. And I think the more that we feel less entitled to people and see them compassionately and lovingly and the less we really like, the more we check ourselves and the less we feel like we are on a pedestal or we feel like someone's shared something so like we're entitled to more from them, the more we just check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and value creators, the more amazing content is going to go in the world. And a lot less of re-traumatizing creators in the DMs is going to happen. Does that make sense? So own your worth, literally like own it. Normalize being paid for your work. Normalize deciding how you support people. Cause that's a different thing. It's like when you demand support from someone, maybe that's not the way that they give the best support. If you demand their energy in the DMs, but they're actually a more of a face-to-face talking person. Um, and you say, I'm not going to pay for a session with you you're not going to get their best quality support because maybe that's not how they work. So creators, let's normalize deciding how we support people based on our bandwidth, energy, skill set, value system, and desires. Let's normalize not everyone offering the same thing <laughs> because it's just what everyone else does or like being like, okay, I need to do everything for free because this person thinks I'm an asshole. Like, no, let's normalize valuing creators and not pushing our agendas on them. Okay, let's normalize telling the truth about what we are willing to provide And let's normalize saying no. And if you feel entitled to someone's energy, let's normalize questioning ourselves and asking, why do I feel entitled to someone, to something from someone else? 
what has taught me that it's okay to feel that they are obligated to give this to me, right? And how we clean all this up is if you are someone who is a consumer, ask for consent in the DMs if you want to share something. If you want to inquire about how to work with someone, inquire how to work with them. Say, hey, I want to discuss X, Y, Z, or I'm having struggles in this situation. Is it all right if we discuss this further or what are your packages? What is available to me for support from you? How much does it cost? All these things. Normalize if you need payment plans. Is there a payment plan option available? That's not being douchey. That's just like stating where you're at and what you need, right? Normalize uh, going into the question boxes and answering questions if you have questions, asking your creators questions if you have questions. And as content creators, let's take radical responsibility for our social medias, radical responsibility for asking for what we need and radical responsibility for what we are willing to give and watch the magic unfold. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys, if you have any questions, feel free. Here's the consent thing. If you have questions about this episode or it started a conversation for you, here is where you can voice those questions. You are more than welcome to DM me. Okay. And say, Hey, I have a question about this. Is it okay if I share this with you? Hey, I have a comment about this. Is it okay that I share this with you? Okay. If that is the DMs, if you want to do the DM route, you can email into the show. Okay. If you have questions or inquiries about that, that's Danny at Danielle You can email into the show or you can share it on your social media. If you're like, I freaking love this. This is amazing. And share your, your opinions and your voice about what you believe in because your audience is more than welcome to be a part of the conversation. And you're more than welcome to share your voice in that way as well. And then it's your social media platform. So you can say everything that you desire <laughs> because it's yours. And those who desire to be a part of that conversation as well with you are more than welcome to consent to following you and being a part of that conversation with you. Okay. If you also have questions, you can post them in the free Facebook group as well, which you can probably find in the link in the show notes. Okay. So kick ass, take names, change the world. You're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. If you have any questions on how I can support you further in creating the most iconic brand that celebrates every part of who you are, DM me and we can chat about it. Okay. I love you guys and I'll catch you next time. Hey friends, I hope you freaking loved that episode. And if you did, let me know what you loved about it by leaving me a review below or tagging me on all the social medias. It would mean the world to me. And as always, you're freaking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. I hope you hit that subscribe button and I hope we catch you next time.